The message you're about to listen to is from Pentecost International Worship Center. PIWC Accra is a ministry of the Church of Pentecost. We pray that the entrance of the Word of God would bring light and impart understanding to your hearts. And now, the message for today. Hide me in your life. Hide me in your as you bow your head and ask that the Lord would come and live in us and breathe over us. That all our life we surrender everything about our lives to him. That we will rise on eagles' wings, the wings of eagles as he puts his wings under our wings and causes us to rise on eagles' wings. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come live in us. All our lives take over. Come breathe in me. That I will rise on eagle's wings. Amen. Hallelujah. One of the things I picked very strongly was the verse number 30 of the Ezekiel 22. And verse 30 in reading New Living Translation says, I look for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land. I search for someone to stand in the gap in the wall so I wouldn't destroy the land. But I found no one. You see, at times we are tempted to think that the place of intercession is an activity that we check the box, that it has been done. But if God eternal that created the whole of the universe looked for a man as a reason why he will not destroy a land, then it means that the nature and capacity of that person that stands in the gap is extremely important. It's extremely important. Brothers, 
We are on a journey. The journey takes so many forms and styles. And at times, the activities we engage in play a trick on us. There is a tendency for us to place a destination on it. That after the 32 days of fasting, probably you have reached somewhere. And it creates a sense of presumption in your mind or my mind. That because of that, we are entitled to God doing something, some way, somehow. But I came to announce to you that we are on a journey. The journey takes some forms. There are times we run. There are times we walk. There are times we need the agency of certain vehicles to carry us through. And there are times we are going over mountains. The terrains are different. And they bring their own challenges. Because of that, we are encouraged and admonished to help bear each other's burden. That is the reason for intercession. Because along the way, some may faint. Even some may die. But like the soldiers go for war. If we are talking about equipping the church as an army to possess the nation, then know this. And our big brothers who are in the military will tell you, they don't even leave their dead behind. How much more the wounded? So the nature of the intercessor, the one standing in the gap, is extremely important. Because if he's not properly equipped, he stands in the gap and he will become a victim of circumstance. Hebrews 11. Church, I want to encourage you with this understanding that we are on a journey. Nowhere is a destination until we have left this earth. Are we together? Nowhere is a destination until we have departed this earth. Nowhere is a destination. So the record of scripture says in the Hebrews 11, reading from the verse 11, it says, by faith Sarah herself, when she was unable to have children, received power to conceive offspring, even though she was past the age, since she considered that the one who had promised was faithful. Therefore, from one man, in fact, from one as good as dead, came offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven and as innumerable as the grains of the sands of the seashore. Verse 13. These all died in faith without having received the promises. But they saw them from a distance, greeted them and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. They did what? They died without receiving that which was promised. But they welcomed it in faith. Now let's run quickly to verse 32 of the same. It says, what more can I say? Time is too short for me to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets who by faith, now look at this, by faith, they conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, gained strength after being weak, became mighty in battle, and put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead, and they were raised to life again. Some were tortured, not accepting release, so they might gain a better resurrection. And others experienced mockings and scourgings, as well as bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They died by the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins, in goatskins, destitute, afflicted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and on mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. All these were approved through faith. 
but they did not receive what was promised. They were on a journey just like we are on a journey. Maybe because it is something we are reading, it may sound as if it is just a record. If a man is sown in two, it means that at the beginning of the soaring, when he wasn't dead, he felt the pain. If a woman receives her children from death, it means she felt the pain of the death when it occurred. If someone was stoned, it means that at the time they were being given the stones, they felt the pain. They felt the pain. But there was somebody who was supposed to encourage them. Because along the line, the road is narrow. It may be dredging. It may be painful. It may be high. It may be low. But you may need somebody to hold your hands. They mentioned David. They mentioned Samuel. They mentioned Saul. They mentioned even Moses. They mentioned Abraham. But check their lives. It was a journey. It was a journey. Even Moses, it got to a time when he was wearying himself. There was the need for his father-in-law to bring him to understanding that you need to do something different. There was a need for somebody to stand in the gap concerning the things we are facing. That is why we intercede. And so don't think of the intercession as a destination that once you have done it, you have, you have finished. You haven't finished. It is a continuing process. Now let me try and see if I can read something I put down. In Ephesians 6 and verse 18, the Apostle Paul writes and says that pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer and request and stay alert in this with all perseverance and intercession. Some are in the middle. Some are nearing the end. But we are all on the journey. Those of us that are in the middle, we may be closer to those that are at the beginning or closer to those that are close to the exit gate. When you have seen a saint that is on his or her dying bed. It is a different experience. The things you talk about, about the manifestations of the power of God, the workings of miracles, and the deliverance from sicknesses don't mean anything to them. But there's Christian that has started the walk and is being buffeted by the challenges that will definitely come because we are in an earthly body. He has need of an encouragement that the Lord will do it when he is going through the pain. He has a need of an encouragement that you would respond to the call at midnight to pray with them because they need somebody to hold them in the midst of pain. Now, being an intercessor requires that you would passionately and deliberately exact a continuous and consistent prayer and crying unto God on a person's behalf, not your own needs. And these things only come, I want to believe, only by two ways. Either you are acquainted with the challenge of the person through experience and by association, or these are imprinted on your heart by the Holy Spirit that will wake you up in the night and tell you that this brother needs to be prayed for. Lester Samuel. Recalls a situation where when he was in far away in Tibet, as they were moving around a missions field, he was attacked by a strange sickness that there was no way they could find any cure for it. They had to leave him for dead. Those who know Lester Samuel know how he has impacted our world with the ministry of the evangelistic work. But at the very beginning of his walk, he was given up for dead because he was sick. And they couldn't find a cure. 
Then there was a young woman in Indiana all the way on the western side of the world. This is Tibet in China on the eastern side, on the western side of the world. At midnight, the Lord said, rise up and pray for Lester because something is happening to him. Listen, the issue of intercession is because the Bible records in 1 Peter chapter 5 and 8 that we have an adversary who doesn't wait. He roams around like a lion seeking whom he may devour. That activity is continuous, persistent, and constant. The devil doesn't stop for you to find a destination and decide that because you have prayed for somebody, you have ended. We pray until we get the answers. That is intercession. I am not saying that it means that you wake up in the morning and then all you do is that you take a list, you don't go to work. And all you do is that you are praying and taking a list of people and praying for them. Listen, what I'm saying is that be so much in tune with the needs of the brothers that we will pray for them at all times. When you are responsive, you will receive the intuition and the leading by the spirit that would move you to pray. But if you are not you're not thinking about it. And you're you are not minded. So I came to encourage you that because we are on a journey and the journey is drudgery. There are times we are on the mountaintop. There are times we are in the valleys. There are times we are in the mud. There are times we are in the rivers. The challenges of the terrain are different, but they will be constant and continuous for as long as we remain on the side of creation called the earth. Therefore, there is need for intercessors. Those whom you are associated with, whom you know they have challenges. Their challenges are not sources for conversation. They are topics for your intercessory prayer. And I came to encourage you that be encouraged by the power of the Holy Ghost to pray for our brethren. The perfect intercessor is Jesus. In Romans 8 and verse 34, it records that who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is the one who died. But even more, has been raised. He also is at the right hand of God. And intercedes for us. You see, because Jesus died, he's the only one that we have anything to do with. He died for our sins. He's the only one we give account to. And the interesting thing is that he's the only one who has a right to condemn us for doing that which we are not supposed to do. But he, he doesn't. He intercedes for us. He sits at the right hand of God and intercedes for us. The depths and magnitude of his interception I think it's beyond human comprehension because it is divine to divine, God to God, concerning the needs of us. Even, even as he inspires his spirit to make intercession and pronouncements on our behalf. He says, even when we pray, we don't even know what to say. But the spirit himself, with groanings that cannot be altered, expressed in language, any form of language, he makes intercessions on behalf of the saints. Brothers, intercession is needed. There are ones that are made by the spirit, but there are ones that are made by human beings. So Paul says, pray, stand in the gap for us because we have a responsibility to bear each other's burden. Along this journey, when you look into 2 Corinthians chapter 5, reading from verse 15 and verse 16, I'm just paraphrasing what has been said. We have been saved to save others. We have been reconciled to reconcile others. We have been redeemed to redeem others. And we have been delivered to deliver others. This is God's mandate for us. So we have a responsibility to ensure that we are taking steps to do intercession. Along the journey, we take a pause. Because we have not reached the destination. I describe it as a rest stop. 
And like today, we want to do a rest stop and consider five things that are necessary. Because you see, when the scripture says that it's the righteousness that exalts a nation and sin is a reproach. As I did a bit of waiting, I received a message from the Lord that there is no righteousness in the world. Neither is there righteousness in the heathen. It is only those who are saved by God who exhibit righteousness. And so if it is righteousness that exalts the nation, then it is no more the righteousness of the world. It is the righteousness of the righteous. And if there is sin that is the one that brings reproach, then if the righteousness is not that which is counteracting the sin that brings a reproach, then we'll have a reproach. I dare say that we, the children of God, called by his name, according to his word, he says, when we humble ourselves and pray and depart from our evil ways, then the land is healed. And therefore, if the land is sick, we cannot blame the unbelievers because the righteousness of the righteous exalts the nation. The predicament in which we find ourselves today in our country, God, Ghana, we can't lay it at the doorstep of anyone. It's you and I. You and I. We hope your heart has been quickened by hearing the word of God through this message. If you desire to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, please say this prayer with us. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You came to die because of my sins. I therefore accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I will serve you all the days of my life. So help me, God. Amen. If you just said this prayer, we welcome you to the family of God. Are you looking to find a place of worship where there is relevant teaching, heartfelt worship, passion and action toward the unsaved, constant prayer, compassionate care for the needy, and honest Christ-centered relationships? Then join us fellowship at the PIWC Dome at the Accra Technical Training Center, ATTC Kokomlimli Accra. Join our Miracle Dawn service every Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. and our Friday prayer meeting, dubbed Cry Out, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, contact us on 0208-779-774-0277-144-128 and 0502-444-814. You can also visit our website at piwcacra.org to know more. And let's get interactive on all social media platforms at PIWC Accra. Thank you. Until next time. We pray that you would reach out by faith and receive everything that's yours through God's grace. You are blessed.